Hi, I'm Ewan Blakey, Senior Pastor of Oasis Church. I hope this message gives you hope and helps you take your next step on your Christian journey. We'd love to invite you to come and see us in person at 10 a.m. on Sundays or join us live every Sunday on YouTube. For more info, visit our website, oasischurchperth.com. All right, so welcome this morning. Um, it's so great to be up here. Um, if you're online, um, welcome. And we've got a bit of a different format. I thought uh, this is the first time we've ever actually had a Now series. Um, and we basically, it came from the place that we feel like God is doing something in the next generation, but actually get rid of the next generation. They are actually the now generation. God is doing it now. He's not doing something next later on. He's doing it now. And so we want to move with what God's doing. So hence why it's called the now generation. Um, and so this morning, what we really over the next four weeks with some really awesome speakers, but we wanted to highlight how we can spiritually raise the next generation or the now current generation and what are some of the strategies we can use? What does it look like? What does it feel like? How can we empower you guys? Because we want to partner with you. Um, we don't want to do it. We want to come alongside you and do walk with you guys in it because you guys are the ones walking it every day. Um, and we want to see powerful kids. Because powerful kids are powerful leaders for tomorrow. And we know we need powerful, godly leaders to make a change in our world. Um, so this week we thought we might kick it off by starting to say, hey, what's actually going on in our next-gen ministry? And hence I was like, hey, let's get these guys up here. It's not often we all get to be in the same space on a Sunday um, we're usually somewhere else. So this morning um, we've got my team here and it's such a privilege to have them up here. We have some amazing, talented people. And do you know what? I just want to say God is so good. You know, where, where you might lack in one area, God knows who to bring in in your team who just build you up. And that's what you want in a team is you want people that build you up and, and you know, you just knit together. And, um, and that's what the awesome thing is. And so I want to introduce my panel here. And, and they're just going to share a bit about who they are so that you can get to know them a little bit more and know their heart of what they have for your kids. Um, and I want to just say, when I say kids, I actually just mean that whole span from zero right up to 18. Um, I'm talking that whole area there. Um, and I know there's heaps of different stages that come in between and in and out and I know it looks different at each of those stages but we're speaking broadly across those. Um, so firstly I want to introduce Jeremy and um, Jeremy do you want to share some stuff about yourself and what you do here? Sweet yeah well I'm Jeremy nice to meet everyone or see you if I haven't met you before um, and I, yeah, I, I head up the youth we, I run the youth on a Friday night here uh, the youth ministry, uh, Oasis Youth is what it's called. Uh, and we basically meet here every week on a Friday uh, and then fortnightly on Sundays as well. Uh, we run teens as well. And yeah, we really just uh, cranking along. Had about almost 60 kids on Friday night just yeah, gone for our, um, for our big dodgeball event. So it was really cool. Um, but a bit about me, I'm married to Emily. She saw her on the screen there. It's looking great. Um, I'm a teacher, uh, a high school teacher. I uh, teach sport and phys ed, so, you know, kids are like me there. Um, <laughs> no shade to the other teachers here. Um, and we've been at Oasis, me and Emily, for about a year and a half now. 
So it's been awesome and it's been cool to connect with everyone. And um, yeah, no, nah, the year's going really well. Loving it. Awesome. Thanks, Jeremy. Um, and do you want to just, uh, is there, oh, I think, well, my, Tanya, do you want to tell us something about um, yourself and what you do here at Oasis? Yeah, so usually I'm running around on a Sunday morning um, making sure all the kids are all sorted, leaders are all sorted, that kind of thing. Um, I also started Playgroup this year, so a heart behind that was to bring um, families of the community into a church space where they can connect and um, just find new friends and new spaces um, for their kids to play and that kind of thing. Um, I've worked with kids for eight years, so they're kind of my everything. Um, working in a childcare setting at the moment now um, and head up the additional needs side of things. So all of the planning and programming and lessons for them um, is kind of where I sit. Uh, personally, I come from a non-Christian family, so that alone is a whole another side of my life. Um, but I feel like in my path coming into Oasis, it's led me um, to have those connections with kids that come into a space where they're not really familiar with what a church is or what who God is and that kind of thing. And that just allows me to branch out and have those connections with kids on a greater level. Yeah. That's good. Thanks. Thanks, guys. So we have some pretty awesome people on our team here, as you can hear. And they do a pretty amazing job out with our with our kids um some of the things that we're just getting some momentum just if you haven't even noticed or you're not on a team there is some momentum coming like each week just with play group just mums coming in that don't even know god as well a lot of them and they're just coming in and they're getting to be loved on and they're you know they get free coffee and <laughs> and they just get that space for their kids to be able to get messy and just have fun and with youth um you know, the momentum of, you know, these kids are wanting to invite kids. You know, three and four kids they're inviting to come along and then to the pinnacle was on Friday night to have 60 kids, you know. It's just that plotting and plotting away and plotting at relationship and these guys are doing a great job. And so for those that don't know me, um, I lead these guys. I'm the next gen pastor here at Oasis. Um, I've been working with kids, it feels like, all of my life. Um, to be honest, I actually had a mum who God spoke to her about what she felt my calling was and she actually chose to serve in kids' ministry um, and I'm talk you're talking about a child who actually hated Sunday school and I would not go out to Sunday school. I sat in church with the biggest attitude you could <laughs> ever imagine. Um, so um, she did that and then eventually I went into childcare. I made it through that and so I've run rooms, I've run centres and then it wasn't satisfying. It actually... Uh, there was something more and uh, God just got a hold of me. And at that point, I want to say, I actually felt like I knew nothing because I'd never been to Sunday school. I'd never been to kids' church. I'd experienced what my mum had done, but I'd not experienced anything else. And I felt really under equipped, but I felt God said, do it. And so I did it. And I went and studied and I got a degree um, in um, ministry uh, special language and children's ministry and then I went on to do teaching as well so I've also been a teacher so I've kind of done all the spheres and in that I've been in kids ministry for almost tw actually 20 years I feel really old saying that um, at many years but 20 years of just faithful and that whole time that vision hasn't left me um, the vision that I want to see kids 
I want to see this current generation, whoever I minister to, to have their own relationship with God. Not just a, this is who God is, and these are all the facts about who he is in the Bible, but this is who he is, and they experience him and know him as an intimate father, intimate friend, just in every part of their life, so that everything about being a Christian is normal. That is my heart, and that's the place that I always push things from. Um, but as I say that, I go, you know what, I've, as I became a mum, I only became a mum seven years ago, um, and I had four kids very quickly. There's a lot of, there's a twins in there, so. <laughs> um, but when you have kids, from going from, can I just say, I, we're speaking, and I'm probably speaking on behalf of these guys, but... Um, I'm the only one up here with kids, but I come from the perspective of we're always growing and learning. We don't have it all together. We, you know, we're doing the best that we know and we're depending on God to go, hey, God, this is what we're seeing. Help us. We go and look at other people. We go and look at other things and go, this is how we can apply it to our context and what God is saying. But we don't always get everything right. And, I, and you know, and that's about being human. But even as a mum, you know, I come from being a childcare worker and I had a perspective of this is how I'd write. I don't know if any of you have ever done that. This is how I'll never let my child sit at the table while I'm out to dinner looking at the iPad. Well, you know what? I've done it. Been there, done it now. You know, uh, I, as a teacher, you know, I had parents, I'd look at their kids and I'd be like, oh, you're so easy. I can manage. You know, and because when you're not emotionally attached to something as a teacher, I can see things really clearly. And even in kids' ministry, I can see things from the outside, but when it comes to my own kids, it makes it tricky. Um, and even when you're emotionally going through stuff to be able to parent your kids, and I'm just talking normal parenting. So when I had kids, it really, God's really challenged me, and I'm still going on this journey of how I apply parenting my child to raise them as a spiritually powerful child. How do I do that well? And how do I do what I say in the classroom how do I apply it at home so that I'm not actually going, hey, this is how you should do it, but then I'm not actually doing it with my own kids. And you know what? That can be challenging. That can be really challenging. I don't know about you. You might do it really well, but I found it challenging and, um, and I'm on that journey. So when we share, please take it as we're not saying this is how it should be. Go, hey, take something and go, hey, I want to give that a try. I want to see what God can do in my kid's life. Um, so if I, I just want to start from that point. Um, so for those that don't know, um, there is a church of the Highlands. Um, Beth Cunningham is um, the past kids pastor there and she's been the kids pastor for many, 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 many years. And she got with George Barner, who's written a lot of amazing kids books and does a lot of um, uh, statistics research, um, looking at the generations, looking at faith development. And just before COVID hit, these guys got together and they did some research to look at um, kids and where they're at on faith development, what's going on, and families going to church because they were seeing a great decline in families going to church. And the natural assumption is, oh, because of sport commitments, parties, life got too much. But what they actually realised, and this, mind you, was just before COVID, they actually found that actually a lot of families were actually wanting to come back to church but there's so much busyness in their life and sickness happening. And it's like, you know, one Sunday becomes two Sunday because when someone gets sick, the next person gets sick and this next person. So it's like you look at that research and go, there's a hunger. Families are wanting something more 
for their kids, for their family. And they're searching for something. But they actually don't want it anymore. Back um, 40 years ago, it was about taking kids and taking youth to church so that they would be fed. Whereas there's a shift in the last 20 years and it's actually about partnering. Let's partner together and more so since COVID. It's like, how do we... We don't want to put kids out there and just do a lesson with them and then get them to take it away and not apply Sunday to Monday. But we want it to be Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So our heart is actually to partner with you guys. And that's what we're seeing. But in that place of that research, they actually found that by the time a child is five years old, they've actually been sitting in front of a screen for one year. So we're actually finding that this current generation actually have a detriment to them is that they're actually not getting one-to-one contact with people. That consistency of relationship and having someone speaking in because they're sitting at a one-sided conversation. They might be receiving really good information, but there's no questioning that information. There's no testing it out. There's no, you know, that backwards and forwards and learning from. And so to bring that back to youth and to kids' ministry and even into your family, um, it's really what we come from is, is our values at Oasis is that relationship, small groups. That's what we want to see out with these guys. We, that is where it happens. We want people that want to sit with these kids and talk out what they've heard about God, what they've seen about God and actually apply it. Um, I think so often we um, think that just because they go to church, just because um, they come from a PK's family, just because their mum's a Christian, just because their dad's a Christian, or they're on the worship team, or whatever it is, they actually have their own faith. But I want to say that's an assumption we should just get rid of. Assuming is a really bad thing, <laughs> and, and it's to the detriment of whether it's an adult or a child. Um, we need to go in with relationship and not make an assumption that this child's got it all together because of the way they're behaving, because of, you know, things like that or because of the family they come from. We want to come alongside them. And so that's where I want to start with our panel today is um, we want kids to have their own relationship. Um, I know for me, coming from that place... Um, it's about them seeing it. So it's about telling them who I think God is. Who does God, how do I experience God? How do I know who God is? This is what I've experienced. I've encountered God in dreams. I, I, can you feel that right now? I'm, you know, I'm feeling this because we're in this. This is how I talk to my kids. But even out in kids' ministry, it's like during worship, I would have gone out and I would have said, so did any of you feel something this morning? What did you feel like God was saying to you this morning? It's, um, so it's bringing it beyond going, I'm reading your story, this is who God says he is in the Bible, to this is how we, I've experienced him, and then flipping it to, hey, so then let's have a look what God said, who he says he is in his word. So you bring the two together so that they're experiencing him and they're hearing who he is. Um, and so that is my heart. And, and in that, I feel like then you add the powerful generation to seeing miracles and healing and prophecy as normal. Because when we're opening it up to say, 
hey, how did you feel? Did you feel God today? What did it feel like? What did you see? What did you hear? Then we're opening it up for them to have relationship. It's not saying this is what I said or this is this. It's what did you see and feel? Then it allows them to open up. It allows them to go, oh, I saw this. Or, but I can't. Or last week, for example, I can't hear from God. Well, yes, you can. Just because you can't hear his voice, there are lots of different ways you can hear from God. Um, so opening it up to them and letting them see that they can actually do it. Don't go, no, you can't, or no, you haven't. Well, hey, let's try again. It's always encouraging them to go again. Um, I think, and that's what I would take away for me personally, where I come from and even with my kids. It's always going, what are you thinking? What, what are you feeling in the situation? What do you... How, what do you think God's saying to you? Or how have you experienced God's goodness? Or, you know, what does it say in God's word? And talking about it, but also being real. If I don't know the answer to something, going, actually, I'm not sure. Let's open up God's word together. I actually don't know the answer because we're human. And that's why we're a generational church. Really, my heart is intergenerational, that one learns from the other if i'm five and i get a revelation from god and i share that with me who goes wow and then we open up god's word together that's intergenerational and there's so much power in that because every person in this building has value has value to have their own relationship with god and that's what god wants um so jeremy do you have anything you want to add to that yes (laughs) (laughs) no it's good um so yeah a bit about me growing up, I I was from that pastor's kid uh, home. Uh, my dad was a pastor at our, at our old church. Um, so I'd been in it for for like my whole life. And when me and Emily came to Oasis, I saw, you know, just at the front and stuff, it was just such a cool like thing to see. And it's like, it's not actually seen everywhere. So it was, it was really just like something that struck me about all the kids just at the front here. And knowing that there's actually so, so many of them. Um, but I saw myself in a lot of them. And getting to know more more and more of the youth, it's just like, hey, like, I was that. You know what I mean? I was in that situation. Like, my parents are heavy in leadership. I'm at church every week. I'm even serving, doing stuff. But am I there for myself? You know what I mean? Is my relationship with God a thing? And what you're talking about with assuming that that is the case i think that is really dangerous to assume and something that personally why i really was like yeah maybe what god said to me about when when i took over the youth it was hey you need to like show them you need to show them that way that 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 kind of you went through kind of thing um and you know just Going going to church every Sunday, it can it can just kind of fall into routine and into habit and stuff. But until like a young person really gets that that heart for themselves and that 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 fire in their belly or that thing that's going to be going to be able to take them from Sunday to to Friday or then back to Sunday kind of thing, that it's 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 not really going to be a thing. So yeah my heart behind that was really just like yeah let's let's actually show them just what you're saying pastor kate let's show them you know that they can have their own faith and it's not through their family um it's not through anything it's not through the pastor it's not through that it's just them and god um and yeah that's that's something that i was really really 
keen yeah. to, to kind of show. Awesome. Tanya, did you have anything you want to add? Um, I think like within the kids' classrooms especially, we do our best to try and bring in um, similar themes or um, topics that are discussed out in the main congregation so that it opens that passage for the conversations. Oh, well, in kids' church today we learnt about this, but I'm still not sure about that. Can we look at that together? And it just opens that door for um, more encounter together with the families at home. Um, and I think that, you know, we might not see it when we're sitting in the kids' classroom, how much they're taking in or how much they're taking away from it. But kids come up and have a conversation with you three weeks after and they're talking about a topic we talked about maybe eight weeks ago. And you're like, oh, wow, like you've really encountered and you've really experienced what we wanted from that lesson, but it's taken you that time to go away and then come yeah. back. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And so... We want your kids to have their own faith. That is why we do what we do. We want to empower them and take them, take them by the hand and lead them to the Father's heart. That is a heart and leave them there so that once they grow up and they, you know what, they might go and find their own church and that's okay. That's part of faith development. They grow up, find their own church, find their own place that they fit in but also move out of home. But you know what? We want them to move out of home with a relationship with Jesus, knowing who he is, knowing who they are before him and knowing that he's going with them and walking in that, in the fullness of that. And that's where we come from. So we want to have kids who have their own faith. So that leads us to our second question. And that is, how do we create an element of expectation. How do we put that on our kids that, you know what, actually we're going to church this Sunday, this Sunday, we're going to church just because I want to put you out the back and I want to experience worship, but we're going to church, guys. What are we going to receive this week? What are we going to get from this? So, Jeremy, how do you create expectation so that the kids come in going, you know what, I'm going to get something from God this week? Yeah, so I think kind of zooming out and looking at it big picture is, is, is how I kind of see this and just knowing um beginning to know that it's actually trying to hear what god wants to do in those times trying to actually listen to be like hey god what is actually your heart for these kids and what can i how can i help usher in your like holy spirit into their lives and into the nights um and when I talk about zooming out, so at the start of the year, looking at, hey, what's the overarching theme that we want to yeah. actually talk about and do this year? Um, and how, how, what position do you need to be in to kind of like you, you hear that from God and, yeah. and um, for, for us to develop like as young people? Um, so it begins with, yeah, talking about that first and the theme that we have as a youth ministry this year is drawing closer. So kind of... Similar to that going over the wall, which is the church one, drawing closer in actually being like, yeah, that again, that not being just through my parents' faith, but actually drawing closer to God, drawing closer for myself to that so that I can actually experience what what God has for me. Me, not not, not yeah. my family, but for me. How can I draw close and what can I do that? And then as you zoom in again, you've got the year and then we then have the term theme as well. So the first term, it was just kind of introducing these guys to the Holy Spirit, to the presence. So it was all about God's presence, how to seek, why do I feel like this, or when it, when worship's going on, what's that weird, like like warm, fuzzy feeling that's going on? 
how is that how is that going to help me and stuff and then once they've kind of been introduced to that and they've got now a relationship with the holy spirit then we move into term two and um does anyone want any youth want to call out the theme for term two they've gone shy Micaiah? living in freedom good yeah. <laughs> she's been listening that's good <laughs> um so then knowing, okay, now we're in the presence, we've, we've had the spirit, what's actually there? Whoa, this freedom. This freedom yes. is actually here for me. This, um, f- from, from my struggles, from my, from my trials, from just the week to week, I've actually got something that I'm living for that's just not just kind of like my day to day. It's not just my, you know, my, my, my school and my friends that are not the best and stuff like that, but it's actually something else. Um, so... Once we've kind of set that up, then you have the nights and then introducing them to these concepts and understanding actually what it is, that then just creates the space for the Holy Spirit just to come and just be like, just smash them <laughs> in the and best of ways. The, is the Holy Spirit's been doing some awesome things. Yep, for sure. Nah, we've seen, we've seen so much growth just in a short period of time. Um, at Youth, um, at Youth Alive as well was a really big turning point for a lot of our kids. Um, and, it, and yeah, I guess just making, making that space after we've kind of built that, that skeleton or that, that framework to be like, okay, this is how we create that for our kids. So then, yeah, then we can allow God to come through and be like, boom, this is what, actually yeah. what I want to reveal to them. Tanya, did you have anything in kids? How do you guys create expectation that the kids are going to receive something or have received something? Yeah, I think um, one of the first things for us is just being out in worship with the whole congregation and seeing how each person worships God in their own different, unique way and that they can encounter whether they're standing in a, wo- in a building, in a church building on a Sunday morning or they can encounter during the week if they're at school, if they're walking to school, those kinds of things. Um, just making them aware that encounter can happen anywhere, anytime um, and to anyone. But what that looks like to each and every person is going to be different. Um, in our classroom space, we try our best to um, have those moments where, you know, we invite the Holy Spirit into our space, um, give the kids a piece of paper, pen, um, something that they have a creative outlet so that if they are somewhat distracted, they've got something to do. Um, And we just guide them through that, you know, what do you feel? What can you smell? What can you see? Um, and And then we open that up. What did you actually feel? And the kids can start to have those conversations with one another. Um, and we can guide them in what they've seen or what they've experienced. And I think having those open conversations about it that, you know, maybe it's not all going to be warm and fuzzy. Sometimes it's not going to feel all positive. Um, but we're going to guide them and we're going to pray for them and we're going to continue to be with them um, through their journey. I think that's really important. Yeah, that's good. And I probably would add to that as a family, from in my family, when I come to church in the morning, it's like, Sometimes my kids are like, oh, do we have to go to church this morning? And yes, my kids do that as well. (laughs) They're kids. Um, And it's like, no, actually, we get to go to church. But what do you think you're going to hear from God this morning? What is it you want to get out of it? Or who can you encourage this morning? So flipping it around and going, hey, we're not just rocking up for the sake of rocking up. Actually, I'm going because, yes, 
I'm the kids part, I'm the next gen pastor here, but I'm also going because I want to go and I get to encounter God and I get to hear from him, but you get to do it too. Like God's got some awesome things for you. And I think one of the elements of creating expectation is is actually diving down as parents. And I also encourage the leaders to do this. And, and most Sundays with the leaders that go out there, it's like, you know what? Ask the Holy Spirit what they've got to say about each of those kids today. Because God made them. God knows them intimately. And he knows the exact word that needs to be said in the exact moment, or even if it's discipline. Do you know, he knows exactly how to come alongside and speak that word that makes that kid go, wow, I'm loved, I'm valued, and calling them up into what God sees them that they're going to be. And so that's part of our job as a parent as well, like encourage the leaders to do it. But also as a parent, it's like, God, I don't just want you to be a great fireman or a teacher. Actually, you know what? I don't care about all that. Yes, I want the best for your life. But my heart is that you know God and you know how much he loves you and how he made you and he has a plan and a purpose for you. And whatever that is, then God help me to steward that purpose well. That's my heart, that I would walk in that way to encourage my child and all the other kids that are in my ministry. But even coming from the perspective of as a mum, I want to know, God, what is the gift? I know for Nehemiah, he has a gift that he senses and, and sees things, particularly sometimes they can be the demonic and he gets quite bad nightmares and we have to pray through that and talk that through. But even if we're walking through um, like some shops in Fremantle, he will feel. He, gets, he feels strange. He'll say, I feel strange. And so it's talking that through. Like it's because I've created an expectation that he can receive and experience and, and in different ways. But then I've got Jonah who's very level-headed and it's this is this is fact or <laughs> it's like a very different way this is what God said and it's matter of fact um, and then I've got Bella who's very expressive and <laughs> bubbly and <laughs> you know creative um, and she expresses God but I know but that God's made her that way and so I go you know this is how I meet her with God this is how I lead her to have expectation through those areas. So as parents, that's part of our role, but also as leaders, when we're looking at a situation and we go, well, how can we do that better? Or how can we encourage these kids today? Jeremy, did you want to? Yeah, and I think just to add on to that, as 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 the kids learn and if, if they're wanting to see yeah, like those gifts and those those callings that they, they experience, that's going to be the next thing we kind of move on to at youth. Um I've kind of felt like it comes down to some like three factors: um, community, culture, and consistency. Um, so, just like more practical steps to being like, you know, how do we, you know, set those expectations for that? So, the community aspect is kind of like them coming here, building a community, you know, and you know, we have the crazy night themes and the crazy games and. There's a bunch of fences actually back there from Dodgeball. <laughs> so the crazy stuff like that, that builds the community uh, as friends and family um, just together meeting every week. Um, then there's a culture of, you know, this is time for this, but now they know, okay, it's praise, praise and worship time. It's the message time. It's the ministry time. 
Okay, so they know it. There's a culture of of what what youth looks like, and and they're expecting to know what it is. And then it's just the consistency. Yeah. And if I could encourage the parents here, get them to youth as much as you can, not to fill numbers or whatever, but the you never know what God could do on on any given night. You actually do not know, and I do not want any of your kids to just kind of miss out because I think I said at the start of the year something about the G train is moving. It's it's real and truly the God train. It's really <laughs> it's it's moving very fast right now and it's actually really getting ready to explode so in a good way. Um but yeah, consistency is another thing and making sure that they're there they're learning, they're being equipped so that they can go out, you know, and and be what God God's called them to be. Yeah. That's good. Thanks, Jeremy. How about you, Tanya? Did you have anything you wanted to...? Um, I think that if the kids... Kids experiencing or seeing adults in their encounter can be quite um, eye-opening and an uncertain time for them. So, you know, when we go into a space where the kids are going to be with adults, we just talk about that, that, you know, you might see them speaking or um, on their knees or crying or breaking down, you know, these all... All these things can be quite eye-opening for a child that's never experienced that kind of thing. So those conversations are really important to have. Um, they can be had at home. They, we try to do it at church as well. And I think um, during prayer and fasting last year, this is just like one little testimony that came from it. We had three kids come in in the first session and within five minutes they were like, no, get us out of here. Like, we don't know what's happening here. Just get us out. And then by the end we had 15 kids sitting at the back with their Bibles and with their pencils and we couldn't get them out. They wanted to experience and encounter the God that everybody else in the building yeah. was getting. Yeah. So you know that their open and willingness is there. We just have to kind of branch out and be willing to support them and guide them through that. And I think that yeah. we're already moving towards that as yeah. a church. Yeah, and that's our heart is that we kind of do little droplets step by step because we want to come alongside you and work with you and and that's part of you know the kids coming in for worship that that's a was a first step that we and it was hard at first it was hard work at first um and it, and it breaks the mold um of having the kids out the back but it's our heart that you know prayer and fasting um communion um announcements what god's doing you know, or healing or whatever it might be, that our kids are just part of it. They're not, or the, the youth are part of it. They're not a third wheel. We're, just, we're a cog and we're all spinning together and we all have a purpose and we all keep spinning together. And, and, and there's power in that. Um, there is a lot of power in that. And so I want to encourage you guys, um, whether you're a parent yet or not, it doesn't matter. The current generation are our job. They're our job. We are a community at Oasis. Uh, the, the, the God's body is a community. And there is a greater plan that God has. And he is doing something amazing. Jeremy mentioned Youth Alive. I don't know if any of you have heard, but at Youth Alive, there was a room full of kids on their knees with no prompting, no pleading, on their knees, crying out for revival, saying, you know what, yes me, change me. I will do whatever it takes to see change, to see revival, to see your 
kingdom come on earth. And I'm talking from year six right up to year 12. And they were crying out for this. Their hearts were moved. And that is our heart. That every single one would see this and do this and that their heart would be changed because they've encountered God in that real and living way. And so if I can get encourage you to take away just a couple of things whether you're a parent or not you know what you can come alongside anyone you know when they're throwing hoops outside there all it takes is standing out there on a Sunday and choosing five minutes of intentional conversation how was your week hey so how was God in that situation or hey can I pray for you this morning do you know like those things even with a baby you know they fall over and hurt themselves What's your instant? You give them a cuddle. Is it, do you pray for them? Or do you get their siblings around and go, hey, let's pray. I think they've hurt their knee. Because you're establishing that miracles are normal. You're establishing that something is going to happen. You know what? It might not happen once. And you know what? I say this from the place of giving you the tools and I'm still pressing this because I have a child with type 1 diabetes and I have a child with autism and you know what Nehemiah from day one has said that God is going to heal him and you know what it's three years into the journey you know what it's tough praying sometimes and especially when you get the question of when's he going to do it mummy but he knows God's going to do it so it tests your faith But you know what? There's power in praying. So every night we pray. And so, you know, I know something that I, um, something that I read was, you know what? As a family, you can choose if there's something in your family. It might be a family dinner. So once a week, you might choose to pray for healing because you're making a statement. You're putting a stake in the ground to say, hey, you know what? We're declaring we want this for a family. And it's also an opportunity to grow in faith. And I'm not just talking about the kids. I'm talking about you. I don't know, you might be better than me, but sometimes I find it hard to answer those questions, you know, because it's, it's hard. Um, but we're saying, God, you're going to do this. It's, you know, if you can do the sit around the table and read the scripture together and share, then go for it. If that works for your family, fantastic. You know what? Take a small step. Or if you can, if you're a young adult or, you know, you're 100 or you're 80 years old and you've got time to take a couple of youth or a couple of kids out and you can sit there and have a chat with them, even read the Bible or even a toddler or, you know, you've got a place of influence, go and do it. It's as simple as opening up a word and draw a Bible, reading it and drawing a picture. Do you know that has impact? It doesn't take rocket science. And there is so much out there. But it just takes each of us to take an intentional small step and to actually shift it from I'm going to receive to we're going to receive. Change your wording. What did you get today? What did God say to you today? What did you feel in worship? Even out there in your conversations. Shift the brain. Make it. There's so much out there. We want to train our kids to hear from God and be super powerful and to be super powerful kids they actually need people that call them and give them opportunity to walk in that and be empowered to be powerful so let's be a community who empower this generation because we want to see god's kingdom come and his will be done 
in our families, in our church, in our community, in our schools, in, you know, it's, we want to see it. And it's not just about us. It's us. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And yeah, just on that, I just feel like I wanted to say this today as well. If, you, if you're maybe sitting here now and you're like, oh, I don't have kids and I'm not in the youth, so like, why am I listening to this kind of thing? I feel like God really, and it's been a testament to some of the, some of the young adults that have come and helped out at youth um, for a week or two uh, when, when, we've, when we've needed it. They've come and been blown away by just what, what has been seen. And, and some people that came to Youth Alive Conference as well to help out seeing what God's doing in the younger generation's life actually stirred up their faith and yeah. actually helped them with what yeah. they were actually going through. So if that's you and you're, you're like, you're here at Oasis, maybe you're, you're missing a bit of, I don't know, some community or, or something like that and you, you want to you get alongside, come on, come, come down. That like applies to both. For areas, both, yeah. youth and kids. If, if you're trying to <laughs> see something and you, wanna, you want God to be like, hey, Let's 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 restart this. Let's revitalize this. We can make space. If you go, I don't have <laughs> skills, but I have the heart. You know what? We're more than prepared to sit down with you and go. What is your heart? Yeah. How can we make room for that? Yeah, yeah for sure. Because if God's doing something in you, we want to get alongside you because that's going to have power. Hundred um, percent. So I want to close it up there and say we invite the worship team up and just say. Um, our heart is that kids' ministry, youth ministry, it's not about the fun. And that fun is important at Oasis. It is really important. And they have an awesome time. But at the top of the agenda is leading them to Jesus. And all of those elements, actually, God is fun. <laughs> he's in there with the fun. He's in there in the sorrow. And he's in there with the connect and the relationship. So we want to see and uh, this generation empowered and walking powerfully so guys i want to encourage you if there's nothing else that you do besides sign up and get on board but actually just um pray will you guys be praying for this current generation that's what we need prayer moves mountains and we want to see mountains moved in lives